Welcome to Side Hustle City, and thanks for joining us. Our goal is to help you connect to real people who found success turning their side hustle into a main hustle, and we hope you can too. I'm Adam Kaler. I'm joined by Kyle Stevie, my co-host. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Side Hustle City podcast, and today we got a special guest. Gabe Sagai is here today. Welcome to the show. We, we spoke a couple times before this, didn't we? Yes, yes. Um, I think a friend introduced us. Uh, he saw the kind of work you do and what impact it was having. So he suggested that we, we talk, and uh, that's how it started. That's how it all started, yeah. So our buddy, our mutual friend, Satinder, right? That's right. Dr. Satinder. That's right, <laughs> exactly. And you've got, a, you've got some experience in the medical field as well. Right. Uh, before I started this uh Small company was my friends. Uh, I was a healthcare executive at Procter & Gamble for quite a few years, and uh, more like 20 years. And then, I, then, you know, I had the opportunity to, together with some friends, to start thinking a little bit big, very ambitiously in healthcare. So, so that's how I got into what I'm doing. So I left my cushy executive job at Procter & Gamble, uh, which was a global responsibility to be, you know, to be bootstrapping in a startup company. What, what got you in Procter and Gamble? Like what, what, how did you get there? I mean, you've been, you were there for 20 years. I mean, that's a, that's a hard thing to leave, but what, what got you there? What started well, your career? I was, uh, you know, I was in uh, medical school and engineering school, school biomedical engineering. Uh, that's my graduate studies. And, uh, so when I finished that, I was looking for places where you can apply those things versus just purely making drugs or, or anything like that. So you can do the research, you could do the development, you could also do the commercialization. So I looked around, I got a few offers. Procter & Gamble gave me the best combination of what I was trying to do and, and, uh, and to do it. Uh, also, you know, the topic we're going to talk today is something I started when I was in graduate school. So I want to be in a place where I can continue to research and learn uh, about it. So eventually to be able to do what I'm doing now. Love it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's really interesting. So what did, did Procter & Gamble find you or did you find them? Uh, no, I, they, they recruited me. So, oh, they recruited you. Yeah. So they sent their, they send recruiters to campuses. And, uh, so I was going to Columbia university in New York as well as uh, State university in New York. I was in the combined program. So I was recruited out of that. So well-educated. So, so, so it was a big change coming from, downtown Manhattan to Cincinnati 20 years ago. Parking was easier. <laughs> Definitely. Parking was for sure easier 20 years ago. I was yeah. downtown 20 years yeah. ago yeah. and uh, graduated high school in 95. And yeah, I remember you could park pretty much anywhere. And there was, there weren't even parking meters. You just park on the street, right. wherever you, you could park going the opposite way on the wrong side of the street and be fine. Yep. Now you can't pull that off though. The meter maids will get you nowadays, right. well, but yeah. So, so working at pre PNG, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you learned a lot. You yeah. sure you learned a lot about marketing. I'm sure you learned a lot about uh, creating products and yes. uh, and and you know getting those products out to the public. Uh, consumer research, market research. Consumer research. How did you get with Satender? Uh, Satender used to work at Procter and Gamble as well, so he was in quality control. So he was one of the organizations that I was managing. So that's how I that's how I got to know him. Oh, nice. And then, so you guys decided to be entrepreneurs. And, and you had that cushy job at Procter & Gamble. <laughs> I mean, not everybody can leave that job. I got a cousin who's still there, and, and he's been there 20-plus years. Um, I tell you, I was very fortunate. Um, you know, I, I, wanted, I wanted to do what I, I'm trying to do right now. But at that time, I also ran into a few friends that were really prominent scientists around the world that were really interested in the topic. So they said they will join. And... Okay. And then there was similarly some business leaders uh, from around the country that said, we can help, you know, we can help, you know, in any way we can, because this is important. This is the future of healthcare. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, so we got started. Um, so you talked about Satander. He's our quality and product supply manager. Uh, there is Dr. Mijeri, who is a world-renowned cell biologist. Um he won the Hero of Chemistry Awards, like the Nobel Prize of the United States for chemistry. 
wow. for putting uh, science in the service of humanity. Dr. Haile is a world-renowned nutrition scientist who also won the Hero of Chemistry Award, but he's the guy who develops the standards for healthcare and also for nutrition around the world. So when the World Health Organization, UN, and others, or Bill Gates Foundation want advice or want to go there and examine place and recommend something, he's the guy they go to. A really great. Wow. Guy. And he's on your team. He's on my team. Oh, my God. You guys got like an all-star cast. Um, so far. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So far. So Wow. Columbia, you know, to, to P&G. Right. And now you got this guy who's winning Nobel Peace Prizes for science, practically like a, the equivalent. But wow, that's yeah. interesting. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Question for you. An easy one. Okay. Easy, easy question. One. Yep. So if you had the power to prevent diseases, would you prevent diseases? Of course. Of course you would. I wouldn't, I wouldn't treat them over and over again and wait for someone to get sick and then give them a, a medicine. Right. So our mission, our company is called Summit Innovation Labs. Our product is called Optisell.com. And Summit, our mission is exactly to do that, to really find a way to understand the root causes of these problems and address the root causes before they start. So... Um, Modern medicine, as you know, has done amazing things for us in extending life sure. and reducing pain. However, uh, it does that by focusing on symptoms of diseases. It's like, you know, when, when you have heart problems, you see some cholesterol, perhaps, or uh, blood pressure. So, it, so we try to manage that with modern medicine. Managing it means not curing. You're just trying to keep it low enough so it doesn't go crazy. If you have high blood glucose level, sugar level, you take metformin or other drugs, just manage it. You never cure it. So it, so partly that focus has kept us from really spending time and energy on prevention and prevention of the serious uh, problems and the most serious problems. We know what causes a lot of this stuff, now, but yeah, now, giant sugary drinks and, <laughs> you know, the American diet, right? right? So s specifically the most major ones, cardiovascular, heart-related problems, diabetes, as you mentioned earlier, as well as arthritis. These are the three main chronic diseases that are the causes of all the problems we have, whether it's mortality or lost productivity, you name it. Uh, and 80% of our medical costs is spent on those three diseases. And they are related. They have underlying commonalities for those three. So right now, we just treat the symptoms. So if you have joint mm. pain, you do something to numb the pain, not to get rid of the cause of the pain. Yeah. Uh, and so, so the, you know, 30 years ago, um, prevention was just a dream. And, and because the science had not advanced enough for us to understand the root causes. Once you really see the root causes, then you can start thinking of solutions, which means unless you really define the problem, you can't talk about meaningfully about solution. Sure. So right now, you know, if somebody has, let's say, high cholesterol, we give them, you know, Lepitor or something else. Like, you know, we're seeing the tip of the iceberg. And you get those commercials that have like 1,800 symptoms. There you go. That you that sound worse than the actual problem you're trying to fix, right? <laughs> Absolutely, because they are very targeted, so they will have side effects. And what you really want is something that really goes after the root causes. So the advance in science has allowed us now to see these diseases coming like 10, 15, 20 years in advance because some of them are inherited. So if your parents or grandparents had some health problems or diabetes, the risk factors are already in you. Then there will be some physical conditions or chemical conditions that, you know, like you said, for example, you know, not, not having the right lifestyle, not eating properly mm. or exercising, all those things will trigger some of those risk factors and they'll show up. So if your grandparents or parents or somebody had them, chances are you already have them. They are already in there. Mm. You could do a lot of things to keep them down, but eventually they'll show up. And then for others that don't have the inherited conditions, which would be very few people, uh, for them, it's lifestyle induced. They, they don't have the right lifestyle. They, they are not. But either way, lifestyle is going to either bring those diseases out or cause diseases that you, you genetically go. aren't. There you go. There you go. Because I do my 23Me DNA thing and it tells me all kinds of little health things uh, that I need to keep in, <laughs> keep in mind. Most of them I already knew like yeah. that I'd have to keep in track because of family history or whatever. Well, you know, as you and I started earlier before we started, uh, you know, on your podcast, the, the, uh, 
the good thing now is we are not that helpless anymore. Prevention is possible. In fact, almost every prominent institution in science and, and medicine are saying all of that, like the National Institute of Health, uh, National Science Foundation, the World Health Organization, the United States National Academy, which I'm a member of. Uh, all of these are saying this are preventable, but we're just too slow to get going with this because we are investing mm. a lot of money, but very small amount is invested in prevention at the moment. And this three diseases- Because are, that's, that's not necessarily the most urgent. The most urgent is people are already sick, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the mentality, I think, is, oh, people are already sick. We got to keep them from, from yeah. dying or suffering. So so you have a problem, then there is an FDA-approved solution to that. So doctors don't operate like scientists. They just look at the problem, what's, what's there in the cupboard, that's it. You know, they, they really don't, they don't think holistically about anything. They are practitioners. They practice training. Mm. And then the medicine is provided by the FDA, approved by the FDA, and they just moved them to that. Which is why they, you go and they just write you a script and on, you're on your way and they've got to go to the next person. There you go. So the first breakthrough for us was to really understand the root causes of this uh, or the trigger mechanisms at the cell level for this uh, diseases. Sure. Which, you know, we're spending now over a trillion dollars on those three just in the United States. And if you put around the world, obviously it's enormous. It's the majority of our healthcare money is going into those three diseases that I mentioned earlier. So what we learned is each one of them has eight, 12 root causes. Oh. Yeah. So when you see, for example, something like a blood pressure or something happening, you're seeing one out of the 12 things that are happening already. So if you, for, for just for heart health, and if you really want to stop the disease, okay, you know, think of it like a 10 lane highway. Okay. If you want to stop traffic because the bridge is out downstream, then, you know, blocking one lane might slow down the traffic, but it's not going to do anything. Yeah. That's what we're doing today with the symptoms. We look for the symptoms, they show up, we try to do something about it. But all the others are already marching. They just haven't shown up yet. And the only symptoms you can really test for are the ones like, I go into Kroger, there's a blood pressure monitor thing. There you go. Like, that's easy for me to test. Or I got a blood pressure monitor at home or whatever. You know, you could test with that. Um, But you can't test for some of these other things. Like, you actually have to go to the doctor. We don't have, like instruments you could buy at CVS probably to test a lot of this other stuff, maybe uh, blood glucose levels and things like that. Well, but there, it, it, there is some help. One is learning your family history, medical history. So if you really know your family medical history, you know what your risk factors are and you can be proactive earlier and not wait. Um, if, you know, if you're having situations because of your lifestyle, like you have excessive weight and other things, Okay, you know that's coming. You know what's follow. You know, what's what's going to follow all of that? Okay, it's, mm. it's going to be st- putting a lot of stress on your joints. You're going to have you know blood glucose levels, other issues, insulin issues. So your lifestyle will inform you which way you're going. Mm. Your family history will inform you which way you're going. Sure. And what you can do about this also. So you really don't have to go to a lot of diagnostics to figure out. And uh, but you know, once you're doing your annual or biannual physical, you can also do a blood work and you can see what's going on. But a lot of times, even if you want to be proactive, mm-hmm. just the culture of America and the culture that we live in. Yes. So fast paced. Everything's convenience based, right? Yeah. You know, I, Hey, I'm trying to watch my weight or, Hey, I'm trying to like eat less caloric food yeah. or, you know, there heavy you caloric food, there but there's McDonald's. Like I, yeah. you know, I'm hungry. <laughs> I need to stop McDonald's. You know, what's, what's wrong with a 10 piece chicken nugget and maybe a, That's right. uh, you know, a sweet tea. Right. So In moderation. It, I'll treat myself. Right. <laughs> but then you don't realize how many times you're actually treating yourself, you know? Right. And That's I think right. we run into that where a lot of people, I feel like, you know, probably have the best intentions, mm-hmm. but the lifestyle, it's just, it's, it's so hard right. to avoid. Right. Also, um, one of the, you know, one of the other kind of learnings is if you really want to help with, with this problem, okay, um, obviously people starting to live healthy is great, but there is not enough in our current nutrition to really address this root cause problems because the, the nutrition is just not sufficient. It's better to live healthy and eat healthy and be healthy, but still, because you have all the risk factors, it's not sufficient. Whatever we eat is not sufficient to address those. So the way this product is, uh, you know, this has been going on for a long time, but the last seven years we focused on developing the specific products. And it's, it is designed from, <coughs> excuse me, from uh, natural ingredients. 
are safe and clinically proven effective. But things that get absorbed very quickly from the gut to reach the bloodstream and the cells. Which is super important because I know there's a lot of like multivitamins, for example, that you can take that Centrum. You know, I don't want (laughs) to talk bad about Centrum, but, you know, at the same time, you're going to take Centrum and chances are a majority of that stuff is never going to get digested or it doesn't, it it may not interact correctly with other things. And I, you know, I don't want to speak ill of them, but the other thing really is when you supplement, you have to know what you're supplementing. It just, it just can't throw things into the body. Like 800 vitamins at one time. Anything that's good for you. Our body does not like chemicals. It only likes what's missing, any supplement that's missing. So you really have to know what's missing. And then also you can know what's fundamentally important on a daily basis. So these things have to be absorbable. They have to reach the cells because cells is where disease, healing, and prevention take place. Oh, okay. Talk about that. So if they are not being absorbed, they are not reaching the cells, nothing happens. But all this inflammation, oxidative stress, all these other problems start in the cell. So the product has to flush out the cells and prevent other Challenges from getting to the cells so they could stay healthy. And healthy cells lead to a healthy life or less risk of catching a disease or anything like that. Or, you, you know, when the cell is unhealthy, a lot of things happen. Your immune system goes down, so you're susceptible to things. And then, of course, the chronic disease that we just talked about also gets started. So the, at the cell level is where things start, and the product has to reach that cell level. And the product has to be able to address all those mechanisms or triggers like 10 to 12 of them for each of the products for each of the diseases at the same time holistically so it has to be done efficiently holistically so that that was a major scientific design and then also the uniqueness of this is of course it's all focused on prevention Hmm. now or you know or at least you know this will prevent or at least delay these diseases from much later in life so somebody may have heart problems when they are 90 or 85 Versus having a heart attack when they are 40. Sure. If they really are doing, because the body has a way of managing a lot of things like stress, but if not, if it's not able to manage it for whatever reason, because of not proper nutrition or exercise or whatever, or sufficient nutrition, then you get into all these problems and then the journey of the disease starts. And since they have many ways of flaring up, um, you only deal with the symptoms when they show up. Yeah. Which is insufficient. But the body knows how to repair itself. Yes, but it, it has to have the right nutrition, the right whatever rest and everything else. It needs the right fuel in so order the, to run the cell, properly. The cells have a unique nutrition requirement. And, and uh, so that's why you don't supplement. You just, you have to design the right nutrition for the cell and get it to the cells. Interesting, that, that interesting. But if you, if you just throw in a lot of things, okay, so hopefully the body will remove it or some of it may be, you know, like calcium. could be left in there and create all kinds of cardiovascular problems, hardening of arteries and other things. So the body just wants what it wants and what it needs, not, not all the extra stuff. Right. So one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on the show, too, is, you know, we've got a lot of people who are interested in side hustles. And, you know, in order to get a business off the ground, you know this, you're working your full-time job, you go home, and you start your side hustle. You know, or maybe you do it at lunch and, you know, or early in the morning, whenever that is. Right. But you mentioned stress. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people, if if they want to get out of that nine to five, you know, struggle. Yes. They have to work extra hard. They got to put in extra hours and they're stressing their body out and they're probably more susceptible to eating bad, yes. eating poorly. And not being not physically active. Not being physically active, but, you know, it's just something that's going to happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And when you, when we talked about, you know, the product or whatever that you guys have here, um, it interests me because I'm one of those people that just, I work a lot, you know, I've got four or five businesses I'm running here. Wow. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, yeah, it can take a stress on you. Other people are doing them right I'm but I still gotta, I gotta play my role. Right. But you've got, um, three things here, right. Joint health which I've already told my personal trainer about and he wants some. Yeah. And he's a, uh, he, he actually, um, he has a side hustle. We've had a couple uh, fitness instructors on okay. here, okay. younger guys, right. Yeah, yeah, but not, yeah. not too young to where they, they, right. you know, need to start yeah. thinking about this kind of stuff. Right. And, um, 
you know, he, he competes. I have a couple guys on here that they compete. They actually go out and they compete at these things. They push their bodies as hard as they can, push wow. them to the limits. Okay. And, you know, he eats a lot of chicken, a lot of brown rice, you know, pretty much, you know, every day yeah. Yeah. that's what he's eating. Right. Yeah. And, uh, it just works out constantly yeah. like 18 hours a day. It's crazy. And, uh, then you've got the glucose balance one, which I'm interested in because, you know, we, I've had a history of, um, diabetes in my family. Okay. Um, my mother, she suffered with that. My grandmother also, um, so very interested in, in the glucose balance. Um, and then the heart health, which every man probably needs to think about that. I mean, just like I said, with the diet and everything, the way it is, but being a busy person and being somebody who's constantly moving and on the run and, you know, I'm in my car and I'm going from one meeting to another meeting and all there's white castle, you know, God forbid I stop at white castle, but, uh, every once in a while I'm like, yeah. To treat myself with two <laughs> two cheeseburgers, right? That's it. Yeah, just got two cheeseburgers. That's all I'm gonna get. You don't look like you indulge much. Yeah, uh, try, hey, my, talk about my wife. She'll she'll tell you. Yeah. She's she's like, uh, what have you been eating? You know, she's she's on it. What we try to do through for all of them is make sure they have like they have some common causes between them. So when I said there are ten triggers, you know, like and the three of these seem to cover. I mean, a lot. Yeah, cover all of them. But each one of them has covers about eight to ten for that specific disease space. But some of the triggers of the disease are common across the three products. So diabetes has a lot in common with heart problems. Heart problems have a lot in common with arthritis. Not 100% the same, but a lot in common. So what we try to do here is at least to provide the basic requirement for heart health across the board. So for example, if people don't have a heart problem, they could take this. For example, we've, we've tested this with marathon runners, with uh, cyclists, and with you know, the Orange Theory exercise folks. Oh, yeah, sure. To, to see. So what this gives you is because it kind of dilates the, the, the arteries and veins and all that, uh, it provides faster oxygen uptake and gives you more endurance and faster recovery. Faster recovery because the byproducts from the sweating and everything else are neutralized in real time. So you just take a shower you will be, you will have very little soreness. See, this is, so I have some kind of weird, um, like Nepalese kind of mutation. Oh, really? Where I can, <laughs> my oxygenation, like the oxygen gets in my cells like super fast. Oh, okay. So I can breathe in high altitudes. I, I, I got tested one time, like uh -huh. just an overall fitness test or whatever. And they were like, yeah. wow, you should be a hiker. Yeah. Because you can breathe in high altitudes. I was like, oh, it's because I'm from Cincinnati. We got all these hills, right? But I, maybe it's because I'm like, my DNA goes back to like Switzerland and I, my people must have grew up in the Alps or something. So they Could just, be. yeah, maybe they did something. But um, there's a lot of, uh, but also the downside is, is that I, when I work out, my body fills up with what lactic acid yes. really quickly. Yes. So I'm not as good of a, like, I wouldn't be as good of a, like a weightlifter. This would be a great way to remove lactic acid and remove so the heart health muscle, one, right? Soreness. Also, this one. Also the whole joint health. Okay. They will both do it. So you mentioned a little bit about, you know, people thinking not, you know, in the long term, just thinking now. I have a problem now, a solution now. So what we try to do in the design of the product is to integrate it into many facets of people's life. Like they are, they work out, if they are active, they can just take that and at the same time, they are benefiting the underlying problems in their body, preventing those things from flaring up. So we also, you know, we did a lot of consumer market research, obviously. Yeah, um, had so to, yeah. So people wanted to be accessible and affordable, okay? So they also wanted a tablet or a capsule, nothing else. They want to pop it. It was simple in the morning. So we try to create something that goes with their daily routine. Like when they're having breakfast, maybe you take two tablets of this, you're done. And it's very targeted nutrition for the cells. And, and then that would do it. So we did, we did also make this available like online on our website, also on uptocell.com. We also made it available on Amazon now. We'll be in some other places soon. The, the reason for that simply is people do not want to take prescription product regularly and they, they don't want to go to a doctor to get this stuff they want. They wanted to enable the bad, they want to enable the good behavior, the good lifestyle behavior. So, so we're not encouraging them to go bad on the lifestyle, but we want to help them supplement what's missing. And then as the product works, they will feel the difference. They will have more energy. Mm. They will be less stressed. Uh, if they have some outages in their blood chemistry, lipid profile and things like that, they'll be addressed as well. And so they, they will notice some things. Even if the people have some joint issues, they will 
sense less pain, more mobility, flexibility, and all that. Um, you know, everybody reacts differently to a medicine. Some of them will feel effect right away. Some of them will take them a month, but they will all feel. And and the reason they would feel it is because this is again like a nutrition. So you take it, so, just so, but keep in mind when you're taking it how you feel, how you how things have changed. Because I would almost venture to guess that. You walk into a Walgreens or a CVS and like 80% of that stuff on the shelf is not, you know, the, the, the vitamins and minerals. People go in there and they don't know what they need. That's what, and they're all just saying good for you. Yeah, it's great. It's vitamin D. If Take it. Take it only if you're missing it. Yeah. If you don't have it. Yeah. Uh, so this is not on that basis. These are specific ingredients selected and clinically proven to do what we're talking about, to address the 10 to 12 trigger mechanisms for each disease. They're targeted. It's like, it's like a matrix. So, and again, guys, this is, this is a Columbia guy telling you this stuff, 20 years of PNG creating products, telling you these things with a, with a, what, what's the, what's the prize that he won? It's not the Nobel peace prize, but what was it called? Well, my prize? No, uh, the one that uh, your partner won. Oh, that that's called the uh, hero of chemistry. Hero of chemistry. Hero of chemistry. Two of them, yeah. Two of them, of all things. Mm-hmm. So this is two people. Like, oh man, it's just it's hard to find somebody like to talk to somebody, sit down and talk to somebody who's what they're talking about. Because <laughs> you've got a lot of uh, doctors, book of home remedies guys like out there that are like, hey, I read this on the internet or. But, you know, they don't have the history or the education behind them right. to really understand what they're talking about holistically. You know, they're just they know one little thing that they read on the Internet. And they, Hey, I know blueberries are an antioxidant and it's right. good for you or whatever. So I started eating blueberries or whatever. But yeah, blueberries are good for you. But how much blueberries, what kind of berries and all that? That's a, I eat too yeah. many blueberries, I think. No, I, 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 <laughs> well, the thing is, if you where you get the right nutrition for the cells from fruits, vegetables, and spices, okay? You probably have to eat at least 20 pounds of those. Whoa. Every day. What? And, you know, with all their kernels and whatever, you know, the whole thing. Because it's just, it's very dilute. There is not a whole lot in there. So that's why we were able to extract this. 20 like, pounds? Like, like every medicine, you know, we say 10 pounds on our website. We don't want to scare people off. Yeah. Uh, we want them to continue to eat healthy, but this will definitely make it a sure way that you're getting what you need. So this is interesting too, because you hear a lot of the people that are into like fasting and people that are into eating less calories. I think that's the bigger thing. Like, oh, if you want to lose weight, eat less calories, but you're kind of hurting yourself at the same time because you're not getting, you could do that. But if you're not going to eat food, (laughs) if you're going to live off the air in the rain, like you need you need something that's giving you the proper stuff that you should be getting out of that 20 pounds of food that you're supposed to be. And if you eat properly and, uh, and you're getting the nutrition you need, actually you will not overeat. The reason we overeat is the body's looking for something, mm. looking for something. And they keep looking. Why does my body keep looking for Pringles and Cheetos? <laughs> what, <laughs> what's in Pringles and Cheetos that it needs? So, so you, like the, you like the flavor. I get yeah, the flavor. Like, That's what it's looking for. The body didn't find what's looking for. So it tells you, go get more of that. <laughs> go get some Starbucks. <laughs> go get a white chocolate mocha. Right. So, oh. so it, it's a, uh, you know, our balanced meal today is, you know, good, but it's not balanced enough. That's what I'm trying to say. Sure. You still need to enable that. And still need to keep it simple. So our, our main mission right now is consumer education. Okay, they, they can be enabled to live healthy and, and prevent diseases or delay diseases for much later, so have better quality of life. But it's education. We want people to be in charge of their own health. And this, sure. this enables them to do that. And nobody's going to care about people more than themselves. So the job one starts by the person taking the first step. These are, these are affordable. This is less than a price of a cup of coffee a day. So, so it's, it's, you know, $1.20, $1.30. Wow. A day. So like it's, a, not, it's not yeah, a Dunkin' Donuts coffee. coffee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not even Starbucks coffee. Not even yeah. Starbucks, right. So, Your and, local uh, coffee shop. And yeah. we did that purposely because we want to make sure it's accessible. And, uh, you know, make sure people can really access it, which means can get it easily and then also can afford it. I mean, you're trying to win an award. You get enough people taking this and changing people's lives and changing their health. Next thing you know, they're going to be knocking on your door with some some award. 
Well, you know, um, this will help us in many ways. Also, from a, from our country point of view, um, healthcare just health, healthcare costs are just going on and on and on. Oh, it gets cra- it's getting crazy, and there is no end in sight. Okay, so you know, this is the only way to slow it down. And if you do really do it well, actually, you could you could reduce the healthcare cost dramatically. So the so, big pharma type companies, I mean, they're you know, what one out of every 10 drugs that they research, I think ever comes to market, maybe even less than that. And I think I I read one time, I think it's like $11 billion to produce one product. Something like that. So you're spending say five, 6 billion on each of the other nine that are not ever going to come to market. Right. Right. And the one that actually succeeds, you've got to make up that hundred billion dollars that you spent. Yeah. On the others. So that's why these, these, Drugs cost so much money. So what we are trying to uh, to do uh, through the government, through the National Academy, is to move this uh, single symptom thinking behind and move to systems thinking, the whole person. Yes, yes. Treat the whole person, not just whatever flares up one day and whatever symptoms they have the next day. Whatever system, symptom we have is a symptom of many other things that are going on inside. So the full system, the full person thinking is critical. And I think people think we're so different, but the more I learn about genetics, like ever since I did my DNA research and stuff, I've been so, like I'm fascinated by anthropology. If I could go back to school, I'd be an anthropologist, right? Really? If I could do it all over again. I, I love people. I love the, 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 the way people have moved through history, the way technology has changed the way people interact with things. I just read the other day, the invention, or I heard the other day, the invention of coffee in the Middle East changed productivity and led to science and astronomy and math and all kinds of stuff because they were more productive. And in Europe, water was more dangerous to drink than beer. So people were giving their children beer in the morning and they were drinking it all day. So imagine you've been drinking beer all day. Yeah. Like it's water. You're going to be too drunk to even perform your job. So then when tea and coffee came to Europe, right. it was crazy. Tea, coffee, and chocolate came to Europe in the same decade. Mm-hmm. Like that was going to be the best decade for those yeah. people. Yeah. But it just changed productivity. It completely changed it. Because now you got a hot drink mm-hmm. that you were able to boil, get rid of all of the, the, the parasites and everything in the water that was going to be bad for you, yeah. the bacteria and things. And, and now you've got a hot drink because they weren't drinking hot drinks before. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. PNG had the number one behavior modifying drug in the world. You know what it was? Oh, lean? No. Folger, Folger, Folger's, Folger's coffee. coffee. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I was going to say a lean because it made you go to the bathroom. Like you had to change your behaviors all the time. No, I think they fixed that. But yeah, but the, uh, but yeah, Folger's, you're right. Yeah, Folger's it's coffee. Big, yeah. Yeah. Every day. Uh, very popular account. brand. Yeah. So it, it's behavior modification. You know, the, the, uh, you mentioned a little bit about, uh, fasting and intermittent fasting and also, uh, calorie restrictions and all that. Again, the body doesn't want anything that's not regular. So it's like, a, unless you are really in a critical stage where intervention is needed, the body wants its routine. Its routine is good food, balanced food. And if you are eating the right stuff, you will not overeat. The body knows the satiation. Mm. Tell us that. You hey, you've enough. got too much. You you've had, had too you much. Had, you had enough, you would stop. You're not hungry anymore. So instead of having a, like a bowl of spaghetti, you have a little bit. And it's enough. You have a meat. You have whatever We're not want. dogs. Dogs will sit and eat. Like in nature, <laughs> they'll gorge themselves yeah. because they don't know where their next meal is going to come from. Yeah. But their bodies are meant to do that. Ours right. really aren't. They have they have uh, sensors, but they eat fast. And when they eat fast, you bypass the sensors. Ah, so that's what I do. That's what. <laughs> like a dog. Same, like a wolf in the wild. Same thing when you drink something. <laughs> if you drink a lot of water quickly, you still want more water because you've bypassed the sensors fast. Ah, interesting. Take a little bit and then take a break and drink. Like eating, you know. Yeah. Conversation. Great way to eat. Shoveling it in. <laughs> Maybe just, not. You just look for more. Like a trough, like yeah. Golden Corral, the Golden Trough, I call uh, that place. Uh, there you go. Yeah, there you, you go. just is eating just, just mass mashed potatoes and macaroni and cheese. Yeah. yeah. So so with Opticel, mm-hmm. like the idea, the whole reason you guys came up with this, I mean, obviously you want to help people. And, you know, as a scientist, you're someone who wants to, you know, make sure that 
um, you leave the world a better place than where you, when you found it. Right. Exactly. I mean, in general, I think a lot of doctors and scientists and people like that, that's, yeah. so my, that's why they go into it. My team and I, uh, this is like second chapter of in our life. We've, we're fortunate we've done very well in our previous life. And the two scientists I mentioned, they were top scientists at Procter & Gamble, worldwide scientists, really big guys. Um, then the other business leaders, the same. And um, so actually, you know, we just wanted to make a difference. And that was the priority. I think we're not going to get much out of this to change our lifestyles. We wouldn't want to change our lifestyles. We're happy with what we're doing. Yeah, right. But, uh, you know, so far, you know, we've funded the project ourselves. The team, the partners have funded everything uh, to get the product to market. And then we start raising some money now. So we've gotten a few raised and we're raising more so we can scale this up throughout the U.S. and then also globally. So. Yeah, because obviously, you know, once you once you get to the point where you need to scale, I mean, marketing can get really, really expensive. expensive. And so, yeah. so we're looking for all kinds of partnerships. Um, also, you know, uh, investors from different parts of the world. Sure. Because they need it everywhere. And uh, it's needed everywhere. And then also, you know, we want, we want investors that believe in what we're doing, that support our mission. Okay, so yes. we don't want supporters that just want to buy us and put it on the Well, because they're going to be terrible investors and they're going to qu- question everything and ask a million things and they're going to be more of a pain in the butt than we, what they're we worth. Ca- we call them enabling investors and investors yeah. that they, they invest money, but also they would look for opportunities to get, you know, the story out. Right. Whatever they are. Right. So, so we're talking to various governments around the world, institutions and things like that. So it's, And it's, you were just it's, doing it's, something it's, important for, you're in a suit. You were doing something really important right before you got her. I don't even know if you could talk about it. Uh, not really, but you know, it's. Um, I can tell you what it is, but I can't talk much about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's um, it's part of our National Academy work, which is the National Academy advises Congress and the White House and the courts about everything: economics, uh, country development, national security, you name it. Everything: science, medicine. Um, so a lot of the policies that are formulated by our Congress start with the National Academy. They have to be scientifically based. Of course, politicians may not care about the science, but at least there yeah. is underlying... Which is common. There is underlying <laughs> understanding of what people are trying to do about everything. So so this was one of those. So I had, uh, I had some conferences with uh, some congressmen and the senator. Uh, they had specific questions. I'm in the biomedical uh, division of the um, National Academy, but but we participate in almost everything. Um, wow. If you have the time and the energy. And, and so so that was it. So, you know, occasionally we get a call. We, you know, we used to meet regularly before the COVID and we met in Washington. Now we have, like everybody else, we Zoom and do other things. <laughs> of course. So that, that was it. That was it. Of course. Well, that's awesome. So, so the goal with Optisell, obviously, you're trying to raise money. You got a team of people. How many people are on your team? The the core team is four. Four people, okay. And then, of course, we have all these contractors. Um, you know, like September and marketing and all that. So we have about thirty five contractors. Wow. And when we get money, we'll probably hire all of them to be full time employees. Whoa. So what's the, okay. So goal is, do you do the production? Where do you, like, do you plan on doing production in the United States? Like, is it easier? Is it hard right now because no, of the restrictions? And no, Optisell is being produced in, uh, in the U.S. and Arizona. In Arizona, okay. Arizona is dry and less humidity and all that. So it's ideal for manufacturing uh, this kind of highly uh, sophisticated uh, supplements. Yeah. And made simple. <laughs> Yeah. Right. People. Yeah. I mean, I look at it. I don't, I mean, I don't see a lot of ingredients I've never heard of before. You know, you don't have that big ingredients list, like on the back of, well, why would you have, you just have what you need, have what you need. Right. Right. And, and so, but there's five in each one of those and, uh, they work synergistically. They work together. They're compatible with each other. They work together mm. and because they work together and because they are synergistic. So, with those five, you can address the 10 to 12 triggers of disease that I talked about. And because they work synergistically and they are fast absorbed, you don't need much. You just need like one gram a day, one gram. Wow. 
one gram a day. And, and um, that's what, they, you know, so the, the design had to anticipate the consumers. They're not going to take 20 pills, you know, <laughs> yeah. 20 pills a day. No, it has to be the minimum possible. You know, it could be one, but made it into small, two small ones. So what have you learned? So, you know, this is all about like people starting their own businesses and, you know, getting out of their nine to five gig and all this other stuff. And I mean, you, you've done well at PNG and Tinder and your whole team, I'm sure. And now it's time to do, to start a business. You guys want to live, you know, live the American dream, start a business, right? Do something, do something, change people's lives, right? I mean, you're, you're helping people. I mean, you, you've identified an issue, which is prevention. We, we don't have enough prevention, right? You use your talents and your, your understanding of, of medicine and science to formulate a product with your partners that works, like you said, synergistically, all three of these together. So the problem solution, you, you've got the, the skills and the knowledge to do it. The ingredients in each bottle work synergistically together. Works with, with each one. Right, 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 right. For each disease. So Which for, each disease then? For heart disease, there are, as I mentioned, like eight to 12 triggers. So the five ingredients work together synergistically to address all of those. And they have the right amount. Exactly. And they are bioavailable. They, are, they can be absorbed easily into the body. Into the cell, right. right? Okay. So you may see a familiar product here. Um that you can find on the shelf. But this one would be like 100 times more absorbable than what you see on the shelf. And it would cost 100 times more than what you see on the shelf. So that makes sense. So people, that, when they look at the price, they don't understand that, hey, you can go get it cheaper, but you're not, your body's not going to absorb it the same way. Because of the way it's formulated, the way it's made. I mean, it's, you know. It's like, you know, getting a steak. You can get McDonald's steak. You can get other steak. You can get Kobe steak. You can get all. Yeah, I can sell you a burger and call it a steak. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you get you get a dollar steak, or you go down to Ruby's and pay fifty. You know. There you go. That's yeah. What I'm talking about. Totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. So, what made you guys want to start a company in the first place? Like, what what got you excited about being a business person, and what have you learned through the process of of getting this off the ground? Well, I think you know it's. Um, um, we want. We had a lot of knowledge that we accumulated, and and we had a lot of experience also developing products, commercializing products. So we wanted to some take some time out and think through what we know and think through what the definition of the problem is that we are trying to solve, which is three major problems: heart problems, diabetes, arthritis. And see how do we, how do we mine the knowledge we have to really target underlying causes of these problems. So you know, so it became you know, start filing patents and all that. In fact, some of the patents have already been granted. With this, uh, you know, so there are so some of them are patented already. Um, but it was very important for us to be really involved to guide this work to make sure it materializes because it. Because collectively, we have a synergy of knowledge that's important to really expedite um, development and uh, also to farm out things that you don't want to do. So, for example, we didn't want to do manufacturing. Mm. Uh, we, could, we know how to run contract manufacturing. We know how to qualify contract ma manufacturing. So we have this great company in Arizona. They do everything for us. They do the raw materials. They do everything. But... We really needed to be hands-on to make sure we were translating the knowledge and the science we had into something that's real and beneficial versus just, you know, publishing something about it and asking somebody to do something about it, which mm. never really translates. Oh, I love this. So it's like, you know, you don't just talk about it like politicians do, <laughs> right? Just talk about this problem and, oh, here's what needs to happen. And then you got all these people out here suffering and doing whatever, and they're waiting for you to come up with a solution, but all you're doing is talking about it. So you guys could talk about it, publish it in the <laughs> journal of medicine or whatever, but you're like, hey, why just publish this when we can actually make the product? Totally, like, and the boom, and the enable, mind blown. And the enable prevention, the whole conversation. Somebody's actually doing what they believe in, yeah. So for me, you know, 30 years ago when I was in graduate school, this was like a, a dream type of thing. But we didn't know enough to do anything about it. And I could see my friends, their parents and all that suffering. I mean, really suffering needlessly. But, you know, with this, we've taken the first step towards prevention. And we feel really, really great about it. Uh, we just need to continue to push the consumer education now. How come more people haven't 
haven't done something like this. Why is this not, I mean, besides creating a product, you just mentioned education. Besides creating a product, I think people need to understand what's happening in their body. They need to understand, identify it. Like you said, you can say, hey, look, history of diabetes, right? You know, you're going to end up getting diabetes at some point or maybe not, you know, but you might want to start looking at some stuff. You may want to go out and get some tests. What's a good first step for somebody, would you say? Yeah, I, I think, you know, if, if you if you want to do the common sense way, as I mentioned to you earlier, it's learning a little bit about your family history. So you have the risk factors and then you know what aggravates the risk factors. So if somebody has heart disease or cardiovascular disease, uh, risk factors inside them because of their family history, then you know what kind of foods and all that aggravated, like, you know, fatty foods, um, you know, a lot of carbs, mm. you know, not having enough vegetables. It's not a balanced meal. So all those things will push it and lack of activity will do more. And, and uh, somebody has diabetes, it's the same. Or, you know, if you don't have family history, then you can just look at your lifestyle, lifestyle. You know, am I active? Am I eating right? My drinking moderately, whatever. And uh, the answer to all of those is yes, great. You'll be fine. If not, then you can take preventive measures as well. Okay. So now the reason a lot of people, a lot of people love prevention, but the reason they don't get into it is uh, investment today. Okay. That's why we're looking for a very targeted, different kind of investment. This, this patient investment that's really meant to make a big difference. Um, but most of the investment, if you go to VCs today, uh, they want something, okay, yeah, well, people take that, I see results and I get my money back in a year or two. So that's, that's not enabling investment. That, you know, we, we need investment for public education, make the products more affordable, treat people whatever they are. Uh, we need that kind of investors Mm. enabling investors. So, so prevention, uh, if you talk strictly to investors, um, they love it, but they don't want to invest <laughs> mm. because they may have to be patient for all of the stake off worldwide for people to be. And then also a lot of them have already invested on managing the symptoms and kind of medication. Oh, here we go. Yep. So, you know, um, you know, the world didn't start today. It's okay. The big pharma should be here, but they could also work on prevention. But yeah. they, they know how to make their money and that's where they are. So we're working with the FDA to change some of these paradigms for how do you really incentivize industry and individuals and the universities to focus on prevention because that's the next frontier of medicine. It's not managing diseases and trying to keep them down. No, we've done that for... <laughs> Years, many, many, many years. years. Yeah. Now science is caught up and really advanced. It's time to be very serious about prevention. And especially since anybody that somebody believes it's not doable. So right. That's, that's where we are. Right. So I think uh, one of the best investments you can make is in yourself. There so you even if they don't want to be a financial investor in the company, they can buy them some products <laughs> and they can invest in their health so that they live to see their investments flourish at some point. Our first investor um, was a person that asked me for a sample. Uh, I gave her the heart health product and the joint health product. And um, she tried all kinds of things before. I told you people respond to drugs differently and a different pace. But these are natural, so they are very compatible with the body. Um, so she took it for a month and she came and said, I want to give you a check. Wow. Here's my investment. Nice. I want one more sample. Ah, there you go. And, uh, you know, so you're right. People, you know, from experience, they could do a lot of things and they become, uh, a lot of our advocates as well. Uh, they go around to their friends and all that. So, so it's very helpful, but it, it's a, uh, Part of it is experience-based. We have to get into people's Yeah, you got to get into people's hands. They got to understand how it works. How does this affect, um, I know a lot of people deal with like thyroid issues. Mm -hmm. Does this help to kind of balance out those kinds of issues? Uh, It does some. Um, It depends on the level of complication, you know, stage you are with with the thyroid problems, okay? But, you know, a lot of the diseases we have, including whatever, Alzheimer, anything. They have underlying causes, like I mentioned before, many. But 
two of those underlying causes that are core is chronic inflammation. So inflammation that, that, that comes and goes. Like, for example, when you exercise, you get inflamed and all that. Mm-hmm. Take a shower or put ice on it, it goes away. That's kind of temporary. or, or Inflation? Tra- or, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Inflammation. We call it transient inflammation, which is fine. Okay, this will happen. Uh, but the chronic one is it's already set. It's like a fire that's there, constantly burning. And... Uh, Oxidative stress is the same thing. It's there. It's a huge stress. It's changing a lot of things, creating a lot of free radicals in the body. So those things uh, are common. Inflammation, chronic inflammation, oxidative stress is common to many problems that we have in the body. Okay. So if you want to treat somebody, let's say, you know, they have a osteoporosis. They're losing calcium from their, uh, you know, from their bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first thing to do is to let, to know why they're losing. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. And, uh, you don't give them more calcium because it's not going there. It's going somewhere else. Wow. Because taking calcium is not going to do it. Well, I think a lot of people are going to go. Yeah. I think a lot of people are just going to go to the doctor. They're going to so, say, look, you got osteoporosis. Here's a prescription. So what, what the right answer is to go to the first causes, inflammation, chronic inflammation, oxidative stress. And there is another four or five of those. Those are like the fires that are burning and that are the ones that are detouring calcium from going to the bone or removing it from the bone to go somewhere else. It's going to soft tissue, to the arteries and everything else. That's how you get hardening of arteries. So you have to find out the reason why. Put out the fire first. Once you get rid of the inflammation and the chronic you know, uh, oxidative stress, then you can supplement. You can give people the calcium, whatever. Uh, and hopefully it's absorbable calcium. If not, you have to give them IV. Uh, so you can really get the calcium to the, to the bone. But there is a reason why the bone is losing calcium, because there is this underlying issues. Unless you address those, you're just making the problem more complicated, mm. more, more tr- problematic when you give calcium to a person that has osteoporosis. Wow. Well, Gabe, I appreciate you coming on today and good luck with the product. I think you guys are onto something here. And I think people, people, your education, you're going to provide people is going to be huge. And I hope uh, a lot of people listening today have learned some things and, uh, you know, start to get serious about prevention rather than, uh, you know, waiting until they're sick and have to start popping pills, you know? Yes. And if they have questions or advice or, you know, some basic educational things, they could, uh, you know, contact us through optisell.com, O-P-T-I-C-E-L, C-E-L, one L, dot com. And uh, they could see a lot there already, but... They can also ask our scientists specific questions that may be unique to their family history. And can they reach you if uh, they say an investor's listening and they wanted yeah. to get on this and Optisell. just optisell.com, fill out the contact form and they'll get to you. Right. Awesome, Gabe. Well, I appreciate it, sir. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. I enjoyed our conversation. Oh, I love it. An actual scientist on our show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Side Hustle City. Well, you've heard from our guests. Now let's hear from you. Join our community on Facebook, Side Hustle City. It's a group where people share ideas, share their inspirational stories, and motivate each other to be successful and turn their side hustle into their main hustle. We'll see you there, and we'll see you next week on the show. Thank you.